Welcome everyone to the WHIP Wake Up Call. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at WHIP Radio and wakeupcall.whip. Today we got a good one in store for you. We got another banger in interview today. We also got the future AI. What is that looking like? We also got some relationship advice. We also got a lot of things going on today. Another action-packed episode today. I'm Jay Matthews the second, along with Randy Lynn. And Corey cannot be here today. She's feeling under the weather, but we we are hoping that she's feeling good, that she's feeling well. But we have a uh, guest host right now, and the guest host is coming in right now. And I think y'all know her. I think y'all know who she is. Ladies and gentlemen. Yo, what's up? What's up? I it's think Rachel. Y'all, I think y'all are familiar with this voice. <laughs> Tell us, your, who who are you? What's your name? I'm late. <laughs> That's what I am. I'm late. I had to find parking. And you know it's Philly. It's hard to find parking out here. And then I ran, but then I ran back because I left my AirPods. And you know it's Philly, so I had to make sure I got my AirPods out the car. Mm-hmm. So here we are today. I think it's going to be a good day, guys. <laughs> this is Rachel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and she is out of breath right now because she had to run over here for the show. But we are glad to have you here today, Rachel. Randy, we're glad to have you. Nice Thursday. A little calm Thursday. It was supposed to be 70 degrees, but it's 67 degrees today. I'm glad it's feeling fine, though. How we feeling about the weathers, ladies? How we feeling in it general? Could, it could be warmer. I feel like they lied to us on the weather app. <laughs> they lied. It's supposed to be sunny by now. It's not. So, I mean, how do you feel, Rachel? I like it. You like it? It's kind of nice. Look, I, listen, I love the warmth. Like, mm-hmm. my home, if I had it my way, it would be like 75 degrees every single day. But right now, it's this nice, crisp temperature where a sweater and hoodie is like perfect. You don't need too much more, you know? Yeah, yeah. You see? Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> right, right. Come on now, come on now. But we're going to talk about, you know, some things that's going on in Temple right now. We're going to talk about some things that can probably warm us up a little bit. We talked about hoodies. We talked about hats. We talked about all this. Well, yesterday, we found out that Temple has been named the second most fashionable campus in the United States. This this this. this mm, this statistic <laughs> has come from a recent analysis of fashion trends. Apparently, the school is also viewed as one of the most coziest dress schools in the country. One Temple student said, not everyone has the same style. There are so many different kinds of people. And because there are so many different kinds of styles, you tend to pull from other people's styles and you kind of create, create it into like your own. Some other Pennsylvania schools was ranked included UPenn which was ranked number 17, and Penn State was ranked number 12 for the least fashionable school. Do you think Temple has a good fashion style, or is it something different? Temple definitely has, like, some of the best fashion I've ever seen, because people are so creative. Who said I was talking about you? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, just kidding. No, you look good in all red. Right, right, right. But, yeah, no, I feel like we're all creative. We all know ourselves, especially when we're in the city. I don't know. I feel like once you get into the city... I don't know, city fashion is getting, it's a little, it's a little nice, it's getting a little nice. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Rachel? Yeah. Um, so, for the millionth time, I grew up in Brooklyn, right? And my mom used to buy me, like, fake shoes, fake brands, all that. <laughs> Them kids made fun of me. And then I moved to the suburbs out here, and those kids were coming into school with flip-flops. Like, fashion is nothing in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. So, coming back to the city and seeing these people pop out in real-life club fits to go to stats, it's like... Oh, okay. Like, you take yourself seriously. You have no choice but to respect it. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. Temple earned that for sure. What do you think, Jay? 
Man, I've been saying this since last year. This is a fashion show every single day of the week. You will always see someone with something different. Mm-hmm. A different jacket, a different shirt, a different hoodie. You're always going to see someone that's just very different from the norm. And that's what makes Temple students innovative. That's what makes them creative. Just their outfit alone will just tell you, like, all right, bet. Like, this is who we got. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. But I'm just liking the style. I'm liking what it is. Second most fashionable school in the United States. Wait, who's the first? Who is the first? <laughs> I, we got to look that up. Like, yeah, who yeah. is the first? Yeah, I was wondering that. But Penn State being 12th of the least yeah. fashionable school. Yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. 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 It's Penn yeah. State. Have, yeah. have you guys been to Penn State? Not, not, the, not the main campus. Main, not campus. The main campus. Them kids don't know how to dress for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're dressed like this every single day. Like, they'll wear a Penn State sweater and that's drip because it says Penn State. Like, oh, that's no. it. They don't oh, do no. nothing. But San Diego State University was ranked the most fashionable ones from the list that I'm looking at. Oh, wow. um, I see that. Yeah. I, see that. I don't know nothing about them, but. Did anybody, in, like, inspire y'all fits throughout, you know, the years or whatnot? Mm. Or, like. Because Rachel, look, you give me that look like. Yeah, yeah. Look at me, bro. <laughs> like, like, oh, gosh. So so who who inspired your, your, your kind of fashion, Randy? I guess, you know, like you said before, coming in, like living in the suburbs, you know, growing up, my mom would say, you know, kids will care about what brand you have, da-da-da-da. But, you know, TikTok blowing up in 2020 and people, like, wearing whatever they want, Y2K coming back. I feel like that's definitely inspired my fashion, you know. Not really caring about what people think about your fashion really inspired fashion, if that makes sense. Like, you just wear whatever you want. If it goes, it goes to you. That That's it. What about you, Jay? I'm going to tell you three people that have inspired my fit. Like, these mm-hmm. people really are, like, true to my heart in every which way place impossible. You know what I mean? Those three people... Me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. if okay. I like something, I'm going to get it. If I don't like it, I'm going to move on to the next. Yep. But me, myself, and I, listen, we, we like going shopping. I like going shopping. I like looking fly. Mm-hmm. I like looking sweet. I like looking good. So, therefore, if I like what I like, I'm going to get it. If I don't like it, I'm going to move on. If, I got, if, if, if it's a tracksuit that I like, I'm going to get it. Some Jordans that I like, mm. I'm going to get it. But I'm going to get it, though. Yeah, yeah. It's really about how you wear it. Because people yes. be wearing, yo, you see Anything. people on the runway. <laughs> yes. You see people, like some of our favorite celebrities, they will literally wear like rags, like old mm-hmm. tattered rags that they just used to clean the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they'll look good because they stepped out with a different kind of confidence. That's literally all you need. Confidence, literally. Yeah. Confidence is really all you need to wear some of the, like some of the stuff I've seen people wear. I'm, I'm like, that's questionable, but I don't question it. Sometimes <laughs> right. I don't question it because I'm like, you're walking around like, like you're, you're, it. you're like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm like, I, I like that. I for that right, well right. with the confidence are we really feeling confident about the food scene with philadelphia food it is that time of year again where eaters best new restaurant rankings and this year philadelphia is number two has two restaurants on the list excuse me those two restaurants are my loop and honeysuckle provisions this is a big deal because philly food places have been ranked many times this year so this is just an amazing award for them do y'all think Philly has a good food scene or not? And if not, what cities do have good food scenes? I think that Philly has a great food scene. I have yet to like really discover it, find the time to like go into the city and just try different foods. But I would say like from the reviews I've gotten from other people and who people don't who don't live here, they love Philly food scene. Like they live for it. 
What do you think, Rachel? Yeah, I agree. Philly is so diverse. Mm -hmm. And you can see that the minute you even step out on campus, the amount of food trucks that you have, the different food options that you have, it's it's amazing. And then you step into the city. They're getting creative out there. Did Mm -hmm. you know that Insomnia Cookies has like one store that's also a speakeasy? Come on now. Really? Yeah, I haven't been yet, but yeah. Where is this at? Girl, I don't know. That's a Google search. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, what what do you think, Jay? No. The food here is disgusting. Like whoa, whoa, the food whoa, here is disgusting. Whoa, 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 whoa. How do you know? The cheesesteaks. Listen, y'all say these Philly cheesesteaks, they are overrated. Mm-hmm. Like some of the nastiest foods I ever ate was right here in this disgusting city of Philadelphia, honestly. Now cheesesteaks are better when you make them at home. I can't even lie. Exactly. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, like Thank the people you. they don't be seasoning the meat. I don't- I don't know. That's and what I'm it, saying. Yeah. You go to si- te- side eye, both of you, <laughs> both of you side eye. So, so okay, okay, Jay. Mm-hmm. What city do you think has the mm-hmm. best food scene? Oh, Houston for sure. Houston really? for sure. Come on mm-hmm. out. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Oh no, New Orleans. New Orleans. No, for bro. Sure. No, cut. What? Stop. Cut it out. Cut oh, it out. Get out. Sm- Get out. No. Yo, I went to New Orleans like two years ago. I got sick literally every single day because all their food go? is. It, I was I was stuck in the French quarters like pretty much the entire trip. Oh. But <laughs> the, the 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 tourist food, bro, it was spicy, oily, fried. I had the poops. I had stomach aches. I was sick. I couldn't drink. Like it, it was literally wait, so wait, rough. Wait. Spicy, oily, and fried. Not gonna lie, that sounds very delicious. Oh god. You're gonna love New Orleans. <laughs> I, oh my god. I love some good soul food. I love some good Cajun That was not food. soul food, bro. It broke my soul. Shambalaya, I was sick. Come on. Ooh. That's all right. When the right person makes it, you oh. can't just walk into New Orleans and expect the best. Like, I don't know. So you both are haters. What? what, what? <laughs> Both of y'all are haters. What? Both of y'all are haters. I will take jambalaya and chicken tenders all day over some Philly cheesecake. That's okay, not okay. You can't, just, you can't just stand on the cheesesteak hill, all right? What other? <laughs> well, no, no, no. What? No, you can't just. There's other foods in Philly. There are other foods in Philly. Name some and then come to me. Come talk to me. What, Maxie's? <laughs> Bro. Ever the Maxie. <laughs> I'm not eating that dry pizza, no. I don't care if it's 12 at midnight. I don't care. Oh, my God. Maxie's been hitting, be hitting the spot when you're hungry, though, not going to lie. When you're hungry. When like, you're really hungry. <laughs> when you're really hungry, you're like, I have no other options. 7-Eleven right next door. Like, 7-Eleven over Maxie's? Bro, I know you're picky. Just based off the... You said yeah. chicken tenders today. Like, I know you're picky, bro. How? You you said that the New Orleans food is spicy, oily, poops, all that. Hold on, wait. <laughs> didn't you come from D.C.? I mean, of course, of course, I do. Oh have you God. have you had the food over there? If we're talking about good food and food diversity, DC goes crazy. Have you been to Bus Boys and Poets? Of course, I have. Bro, I mean, come on now. <laughs> that place changed my life. If you want to talk about soul food, Bus Boys and Poets in DC. It's like it's really centralized in that area. Look, look, he 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 getting gassed up in here, but <laughs> he just lit up. He just lit up. <laughs> yeah, DC, Philly, New York, like the big cities, the hubs where New you know Orleans. a bunch of cult. <laughs> a bunch of cultures come in. You know what I mean? That's where all the good food is. So 100% Philly deserves that. Mm-hmm. Um, and those restaurants, yeah, congrats to them, for real. Now, yeah, before yeah. we go to the next topic, I just want to say, mm-hmm. if you guys go to D.C., if you ladies go to D.C., when y'all go to a carryout, you always want to get, and D.C., DMV people know this. Corey was here right now. She would say the same thing. Go, go to a carryout. Get you some chicken wings with mumbo sauce. I'm telling why you make that face? <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. Why don't make- don't come for me, guys. I don't like chicken. Why? Why? Hey. Whoa. Huh? I, di- I didn't want to reveal it to y'all like this. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, a lot, a lot of people don't like steak. I don't like steak either. 
Are you a vegetarian? Yeah. No, I'm just really picky about my meats. I don't oh. really like pork either. Dang, don't. you don't eat bacon? I eat turkey bacon. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, guys. Uh, so, uh, speaking of, like, changes and whatnot, uh, following the election of Philadelphia mayor, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 the election of Philadelphia mayor, um, young activists in Philadelphia have started... Uh, crimes that's going on right now and the safeties of the schools are really in danger right now. Uh, students also wanted the, mayor, wanted the mayor to honor what they said when it comes to transforming Philadelphia. What do y'all think the mayor's number one priority should be? And what do you like to see from the new mayor? Well, I feel like definitely especially the gun violence in Philly. Like what, what happened just yesterday on Cecil? I didn't even know I was walking back from class. I didn't know until I got into the building. That's just crazy. And it was so scary, too, because it's happening right in front of us. And, like, I know, like, it's a complicated issue, but it's like, come on. Like, there has to be something you can do. There has to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Philly is in this weird, like, period where it's just really underdeveloped. And there are there is police presence. Like, Mm -hmm. I see cops just sat right up. You know what I mean? But... There's only so many cops to the, you know, crime ratio here. It's it seems impossible. I wouldn't know how to address it either. But, yeah, that's that's the one thing they should address. What do you think, Jay? I'm just going to say about the safety, because like you mentioned, Randy, you talked about the safety yesterday and how there was a shot on 1400 block yeah. with uh, Cecil B. Moore Avenue and the safety of it. And that's not the first time, though. Like there have been a lot of places where. Students are unfortunately getting shot. They're getting robbed. There's mm-hmm. so there's so many things going on in Philadelphia that you just don't need to see. Uh, last year in the news, somebody got shot um, just by walking past someone, and it was just for no reason. So yeah. basically the safety, I think that's what needs to happen first. Is it going to happen first? Maybe not. Maybe some more resources should come into play. But we're just going to see what happens with Philadelphia um, but speaking of Philadelphia, speaking of Temple, if you are stressed in any which way, shape, or form, the Association of Black Psychologists are having a plate-smashing event today from 6 to 7 in West Library, room 615. So if you want to release some stress, go ahead and do it at the library. T-A-B-J, what, what that means? Temple's Association of Black Journalists is having their second journal body meeting this semester. Tonight at 5 o'clock, joining with some pizza games and some exciting announcements. They will be in Annenberg room 301 and if you're in if you're in a club and you want to have you know if you want to talk about it dm me dm randy dm Corey, dm rachel dm one of us but we would love to have you on the show but coming up next on the whip wake up call the future ai we got some news about the strike oh did i mention that we have an interview today jay matthews the second randy and rachel we'll be right back after these breaks Welcome back, everyone, to the WHIP Wake Up Call. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at WHIP Radio and WakeUpCall.WHIP. Jay Matthews II, along with Randy Lane and Rachel Abelard. We got the crew in the building. We got everything going on. It's smooth like ice cream. It ain't A1 like steak sauce, but it's, you know, it's cool, you know, whatever the case may be. What, what happened, Randy? You're so extra. What? I love it. I love it. I love it. 
No, because we so had a guest yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And he said, I'm A1 like steak sauce. Right, right. <laughs> That's so corny. <laughs> He's coming in today, so you guys oh, say that to oh, his face. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. Not too much. Never mind, never mind. Oh, it's all good. But a duo that we do want to talk about is a mother daughter duo. Dorota and Francesca Manny are currently speaking out at their supposed AI generated photo that is sent around the school. Um, according to the duo, only one short suspension was given out to one male student who was related to the incident. Francesca said that she felt very uncomfortable and rightfully so. What do y'all think the future of AI is and is it going to change the complex of everything going on in the future? AI is scary. I am scared. Not going to lie. I am very scared. The fact that you hear these artists, like, you know, those videos online of, like, Patrick and Spongebob singing, or, like, you hear Drake singing a Beyonce song and it actually sounds like him, that is freaky. That is freaky. Can you, like, imagine, like, oh, I can't, I can't. What about you, Rachel? What are you? Yeah, I think it's both scary and exciting because <clears throat> whenever new technology comes out, society has a, a tendency to, like, immediately go to overdrive. Like, oh, man, the world's going to end soon. Da, 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 da. Um, but with AI they can act it's artificial intelligence like there we can build it in such ways that it has unlimited knowledge and it then surpasses us and i'm 100% sure that that is already existing um there was that whistleblower blower at google that talked about how one of their um, machine learning tools became sentient like listen it's scary it's it's scary to put it simply um but for things like this where people around school are sharing doctored inappropriate photos of this girl completely built by AI, you don't know what's real, you don't know what's fake, I think that's still a violence of her privacy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's that's inappropriate. And for only one kid to to be suspended? I know there were a lot more people involved mm -hmm. with that one. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. What do yeah. you think, Jay? Um, it's scary. It's good, though, with the AI, but in this situation alone, this is a situation that's not really good at all. Mm -hmm. Like you just said, Rachel, you don't know what's real, you don't know what's fake, and the fact that AI is doing something like this, it's weird as well. Um, and the fact that people are, that males are showing this, is, it's just kind of mm -hmm. weird. It's kind of, you know, immature, to say the least. I don't know what, I don't know what class they're in. I don't know if they're in high school, middle school. I don't know what they're in. But the simple fact that they're showing stuff like this, is just, it's just inappropriate. It's just not called for. And it's like, it, it, it's just, it's not cool. Do you think that the public should have access to this AI technology right now, or should it be like, for like the higher ups? If that makes sense, what do you think? That is a great question, Randy. Because I don't think there's no any winning. Like even people in the government, even people you know with access to this technology, they don't have everyone's best interest at heart anyway. Hmm. It's going to be used for money. It's going to be used for extortion. It's going to be used for this, for that. And we're going to do the same things on, our, on the lower level. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like humans are going to be humans. Humans are going to be selfish, possessive, um, greedy. And we are guaranteed going to use this for the worst, no matter no matter what. So I don't think anyone should have access to this. Yeah. I mean, we're advancing a little too fast. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, not right now. Not I don't think the public should have any type of viewpoint in this whatsoever. Maybe the higher-ups need to have some more control, I would say, in this type of regards. Because if they're going to keep doing stuff like this, then by all means, the higher-ups definitely need to be involved in this type of scenario, in this type of situation. But if the, um, the higher-ups are not involved, 
this is going to keep repeating and more stuff are going to come out and that's just not a good ingredient for success for something that could potentially be the future you know of technology so i think the higher ups definitely need to be involved in some way shape or form yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of AI, SAG-AFTRA has officially ended the actor strike after mm-hmm. they reached an agreement with the studios the other day. This agreement has resulted in a three-year contract with the studios. This comes just a few months after the Writers Guild ratified their own agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Actors, writers, and other industry workers have been in the front lines for seven months now, guys. In the time that the strikes were happening, many shows were canceled and actresses, actors, and writers struggled with their finances and their mental health. If all goes as planned and the board signs off on the tentative deal, eligible eligible members, excuse me, of the 160,000 Strong Actors Guild will vote soon to ratify the new agreement. Also, with SAG after pulling the plug on the strike after midnight before the ratification vote is completed, people could be back to work soon if production started really quickly. So, I'm happy to get some of your television shows back. I mean, you know the reason why they were having the strike was, you know, it definitely involved AI with the AI creating scripts and stuff like that, taking away jobs from actors. But that's just only like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to why they began striking. So how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think um, it's great that they reached an agreement that kind of benefits everyone. Um, They needed this. They really did. And this definitely won't be the last one. Um, Tying this into, you know, the whole topic of AI, there really needs to be a lot uh, more laws in regard to um, AI uh, employees, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the media industry, the you know arts industry, just all of that all together because creatives are actively losing their job as we speak. Okay, and now I think there was a pitch about um, being able to have actors sign their faces away to AI so that they can use them in movies as extras without their consent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there really needs to be a lot of laws in place so that people aren't being exploited for their work, for their likeliness, for their efforts, anything like that. I'm glad they reached an agreement um, because seven months is wild and it really took a toll on the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. um, and on people's careers, people's entire lives. Like we need to take the arts a lot more seriously than we do. What do you think, Jay? I'm excited that these shows are coming back. I'm excited that even though I'll be graduating that year, Euphoria will be coming back for season three. And it's going to be different because Rue's clean, Angus Cloud, God rest his soul, passed away, Ashtray dead. We don't know what Maddie and Cassie are going to do. You're just spoiling the show for anybody who hasn't seen it. (laughs) I mean, look. You're just spoiling the show for anybody who hasn't seen it. Me and my friends seen it last week. I mean, it was fun. It was it was crazy. We don't know what's going to happen on the show. <laughs> I do know this, that they did talk about season three, that they're going to probably be in college. So that's probably going to be, yeah, they're not going to be in high school college. anymore. Good. Thank goodness. Why are we looking at high school students do all this crap? <laughs> like, I don't want to. Because that's what actually happens in high school. Not every no. high school. Not everything. Not everything. You see, not she really everything. went to the suburbs to be saying this. Because why? Along, along the lines of that actually happens in high school. Yeah, some of that stuff really happens in high school. It does. But no, it dude, the in, at least like as as an adult watching a show, yeah. I don't want to see inappropriate scenes with mm-hmm. kids. Because now right. it's like you're blurring the line between underage mm-hmm. inappropriate stuff right. and acting like and that's really what's really messed up about that is to get away with doing that and still having the kids like still act like teenagers yeah. they get actors who are older to do that stuff that still look like teen- and that's kind of that's really messed up if you think about it it is it really is because yeah. whoever created this show had the idea 
I don't I don't know if you want to. I'm not saying don't continue the show. It's a great show, but. I mean, just don't portray them like that, though, because yeah. if you're portraying them as high school kids and then they're doing all this, that shouldn't be acceptable right. at all. Right. I mean, what do you... Like, if you guys had to do your own show, like, what what would it be about? That's crazy. That's a crazy <laughs> question. Mm. Um, I don't know about my life, I guess. I don't know. Is that is that conceited? Okay, it's so like so like a little bio. Pic. A little yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that. Like a little look into my life, or like even I wouldn't mind a comedy. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a ooh. I gotta think about that. What about you? What do you think, Rachel? Maybe I do like a like a musical. Like oh, Glee yeah. really changed my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I do a, a like a Glee two point Maybe you know, like you said, in college instead of high school, oh, and call wow. it a day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're at the radio right. station. You know what I mean? Something like that. What about you, Jay? Um. So, uh oh. Um. So Bel Air, right? <laughs> um. So Bel Air. So Bel Air. Here's the thing, right? Bel Air was about his life, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess. If I had to create a show, it would definitely be about, like, my college journey, my college life in some sense of the way. Like, how I started as a freshman and then how I'm here, like, as a junior. We'll see what happens senior year. But um, just having that type of, you know, show. And I don't want to play in that. Like, I want someone else to play in that. I don't know who, mm-hmm. but I don't know who's going to play in that. I definitely want Tiana Taylor as, like, a main, like a main character. Like one of your like professors that. or something? Yeah, like a little <laughs> professor or something like that. Or, like, I don't know. Dang. Mm. I gotta see who looks like me. It can't be Will Smith. It could be Will Smith. Nah. It could be Will Smith. It, it gotta be someone like like Terrence young, J. like young and up and coming. It could be an AI of Will Smith's face when he was younger. Right. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe the dude from Bel Air. He could definitely. Oh play yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What Jabari Banks? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to this entire strike and stuff like that, I'm, 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 I'm really glad that they kind of wrapped that up. Okay, I say this selfishly, and I say this in support of them. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, yikes! T- did you guys hear what some of those actors made? Mm. Like some actors, their residuals would be like oh, yeah. three Once, pennies, oh, yeah. and <laughs> literally, someone was like, "I got one cent for a show I did that was successful." For yeah, like, like seventy five cents. I was like, "That's what? Ridiculous. That's wild." Honestly, it's the streaming services. Yo, and did you hear that, like, reality stars actually have it worse than actors? Really? They get paid, like, regular wages, probably, like, 50, 60K a year, right? Which is good for us. Terrible for them because they're spending thousands on their makeup, their clothes. They're spending thousands on how luxurious for the sake of television. But, boom, you know, they're getting paid pennies. You know, that's why they're always fighting hand and foot to stay on screen, always fighting hand and foot on their social media. Mm -hmm. It's already competitive enough. So to then have to fight for your money, too? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And that's why I want to work behind the scenes and not in front of the cameras. (laughs) No, I feel like um, I feel like that was their point, you know, having us back to like us missing television. That was their point. They're like, okay, you don't want to give us enough money. You don't want to support us. Fine. We'll take away some some people's only source of entertainment and see how you will survive. And that lasted like like I said, seven months. So I'm happy to get my shows back. I know I miss Abbott Elementary. So, mm, I mean, right. what what shows are you guys excited to get back to watching? Oh man, uh, Euphoria. yeah, right. Yeah. He's got Euphoria. <laughs> um, honestly, I I don't really know because all the shows that I like are old, so I'm still binging them right now. Okay. You know what I mean? But I want to watch the Get Down. Did you guys ever see the Ooh, Get Down? The Get Down was good. But oh, my get, oh my god, it got canceled though. Anyway, I know. anyway, 
Oh, speaking of entertainment, um, South African singer Tyla, her song Water has achieved significant success, climbing to number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts and sparking a viral water dance with the little booty shake, you know, um, <laughs> on social media. Uh, so she credits her song's popularity to her live performances and her choreography. And she recently made her American television debut on The Tonight Show with mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon. Um, so while she acknowledges the pressure of social media and her growing influence, she remains open to people who express their interest interest uh through her dms they say you know she says my dms are always active honey i'm telling you there's always someone so you know she's 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 ready to go you know what i mean she's ready do you guys like that song water make I me love sweet. That song. yeah yeah i love that song i, mean, I can do the dance i'm rapping the dance what yeah. for real yeah, okay yeah, so Corey yeah. says she's gonna post the dance i'm not Corey. randy says she's no, gonna no, post no, the i'm Corey. no i'm Corey, guys I'm <laughs> <Corey>. uh, <laughs> okay so um <laughs> so this brings me to another question how would you slide in uh, uh tyler's dm or how would you slide in dms at all i don't slide in dms i don't do that yeah i don't sign dms either but yesterday after the show we we was trying to request this and we're still trying but we tried to request SZA <laughs> to actually be a part of the show. You're lying. No, dead serious. That? Like, why, the why message would, and all would, that. Why would SZA come here? <laughs> I'm not saying come here. It's just like a little call-in interview. Why would SZA call us? I mean, <laughs> you, you just never know. You never know. You never but... know. Sure. Can I see this message? <laughs> <laughs> but signing, like, someone's DM, if, if it's, like, after a party or something like that, I'd be like, did you make it home? I enjoy spending time with you, X, Y, and Z. So it's like... That's, slick. Like, that's so smooth. Right? That's slick. Good for you, Will Smith. That's good for you. Yeah, yeah. Good Not for you, Will Smith. Smith yo. Good for you, Willard. Right. That's nice. That's nice. Willard is crazy. <laughs> that's Willard great. Crazy. But you know, Tyler does say uh, that her DMs are open. So maybe she's like the perfect person for us to DM to get her here. Because if she's, what? Why, why is everybody, mm. what? <laughs> because if, you know, I, I'd love to chat with you know, artists that kind of already blew up but not big enough to be a household name yet. You know what I mean? That kind of thing, getting them in here, you know, mixing them up with the local artists that we have, that would be awesome, awesome, awesome. So I think Ice Spice would be next. But, no, uh, no Ice Spice. <laughs> uh, but coming up next, we have a lot more news in store and we have a huge interview today. Relationship advice and we got a little quote. But before we go, our poor, poor, poor Corey could not make it today. But in support of her and tribute of her, we got a little song for her. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, everyone, to the WHIP Radio. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at, at WHIP Radio and at wakeupcall.whip. I'm Jay Matthews along with Randy Lane and Rachel Abelard. And Randy has something for us about Instagram that's going on. So tell us, Randy, what is going on with Instagram right now? All right. So Instagram is in the process of removing the red receipt feature from the application direct messaging. So the CEO, Adam, don't know how to pronounce the last name, and Mark Zuckerberg, excuse me, announced earlier this week that the feature um, is in its testing phase and that this feature will be replaced, uh, will be placed under the privacy and safety tab on the app. Apple is known to also have this feature as well in, you know, iMessage. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think about, like, not having, you know, the red receipt? You're having an option to, like, remove your red receipt on Instagram. Good. Like, I'm sorry. I'm a very private person. Um, and sometimes I don't like responding to messages on, on at the drop of a hat. So to have someone see when I read it, they're all, now 
I'm stressed. Now it's like, oh man, I got to respond within the next 20 minutes. Or if I don't respond, now they take it as disrespect. You know, and I don't want someone to feel disrespected. Sometimes I just don't want to respond. And that's OK. That's OK. Um, and I think we should really normalize that. I, my red receipts on my iPhone, not there, non-existent. No one knows unless I'm being the pettiest person in the world. No one knows that I read your <laughs> message. No one knows when. No one knows if I even did it. Um, and I like it that way. I really do. What do you think, Jay? I hate it. Like, are you serious? Like, so the red, so when someone reads my message, so they clearly done seen the message. They clearly done seen what I wrote. They clearly saw what I said and they didn't respond back. Oh my God, bro. That's, People do not have to respond right away. I mean, or not right all. away, but I mean, like, it's, it, it was a scene like two mm-hmm. hours later. And then it's like, so like, you ain't going to text back. Like, you ain't going to say nothing. I don't like it. I want to know when someone, like, read my stuff, and I want to know the exact time they read it. So, like, yeah. But why? Like, what does it do for you? Because yeah. now you're talking about how you feel disappointed. Now it just kind of messed with your day because someone read your message and didn't respond. Mm, yeah. That's what my day. Right? Okay, yeah. so, wait. So, why do you want to see it, though? What difference does it make in how you guys communicate? Does it show kind of where you stand in their life kind of thing? Like, what is it for you? You just said it. Because if I'm, let's say I say happy birthday and you've seen it, you didn't even say nothing. Like, liking the, if you like the message and all that, that's cool. If you ain't, like, say, like, a, a good, like, thank you, like, I mean, I didn't have to say happy birthday. Like, right. like I didn't have to say that. Like, or if you just, like, seeing it and it's like, you know, I appreciate X, Y, and Z. Thanks for looking out for me. And you just seen it, like, uh, I'm saying thank you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some people are ungrateful. Yeah. Just call it for what it is. They're just ungrateful. Okay. But, yeah. So what do I- you think that having other person know that you saw their message gives you more accountability to respond right away because i've had people say like oh yeah i keep my red receipts on so that i give my i have accountability accountability excuse me and that'll make me respond to them right away do you think that is also like yeah yeah because by that point it's put on blast you can't be like oh sorry i didn't see the message (laughs) oh my bad i I dropped my phone like it's there it says open at 326 you can't say you were napping you can't say you were out with family because you saw it and now you know the ball is real life in your court this time it's not flying in the ether somewhere because no one knows you know what i mean so yeah a whole lot of responsibility and i hate it i love the evidence i just love when it says red and you no i you love when it so says toxic right me. you sound so toxic I'm never toxic i'm never toxic that smile's toxic <laughs> i'm just gonna say like when i see scene i love the evidence part i just love when it says scene and i got full evidence that yeah you you read this you, hey right there you read it you know what i mean so i like you i like the evidence Mm. What I do you like, think, Randy? I like what what you said before about being petty. I will turn my red receipts on if I'm trying to be petty with you. If I don't want to respond, or if I like if that that's getting the last word for me. If like you send a message and then I look at it and then you see that I saw it and I block you. I like that. Wait, what? Yo, like Randy's that. toxic. Like, I'm the toxic, toxic one, though. That's not toxic. I'm that's the not toxic, toxic one. That's not toxic. That's playing the game. That's not toxic. That's not playing the game. <laughs> like, you blocking them because they didn't respond to a message? No, this is, I'm blocking them for a whole different reason. But, like, if they, like, get, like, the, le- like, I feel like that's getting the last word. Like, they text me something and then I look at it and they, I, they see that I saw it automatically. I'll just, I, I'll, you, I saw it and then I block you. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. That is mad, mad petty. No, I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
I, I respect it. I like it. I like it. I like being petty sometimes. Being petty works. Sometimes, it really works. sometimes people need it, bro. Because yeah. sometimes we're way too nice and then people take advantage. Mm-hmm. And that's true. being petty and showing them like, yeah, I can be gross too. Mm-hmm. And I'll take pride in that today. Yes, so do we yes. all have kind of like an alter ego where it's like the dark side where it's like, you're going to get this alter ego sooner rather than later. You keep messing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm nice to you. I'm respectful to you until you show me otherwise. Yeah, And sometimes people take my kindness for weakness, and I'm like, guys, I may talk soft, I may be calm most of the time, but seriously, <laughs> you mess with me, I'll mess with you it's back. Gonna get, like, it's going to get messy. Yeah. It's going to yeah. get messy. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I, it's, and I, I pop off, too, because I have, like, I really bad temper. Really bad temper, but when I'm around other people, I want people to see me and be like, "Oh wow, she's so positive!" Like, "Oh wow, she's you know, oh she's smiling today." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I want that to kind of be the vibe that I give. But people try it. People try it all the, mm-hmm. time. All the time. And this is also why I tend I tend to be a little more private on social media because mm-hmm. people really try it. They see something, so they'll draw a conclusion about your life. They'll say something about you. They're telling your friend, their friend, you know, yeah, coming yeah, all the way you. right back around to you. And it's like, dang, dude, like. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? You know what I mean? It, it doesn't have to be that way. I know we all have opinions about each other and we all kiki with our friends. Da, da, da. I'm not going to pretend I'm innocent there. Um, but people really do take, 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 and they take advantage of you. I'm not here mm-hmm. for it. So mm-hmm. you really have to find that balance between, you know, being nice and kind and loving and this and that and drawing your boundaries and saying, yeah. no, not yeah. today. Boundaries How? is a big thing. Right, thing. right. Mm-hmm. And you, Jay, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, like I'm a, like what Randy said, don't ever take my kindness for weakness. I'm trying to help you out. So if you don't want that help, that's cool. That's fine. You ain't going to like, especially when I got a game plan for you. Oh, that's when it gets evil. That's when it really gets worse. Because once I got that game plan for you, like, oh yeah, this is how I know to piss off a person. See, I'm going to go into it because now I'm not even trying to physical. I'm not even trying to get physical with you now. Trying to hurt you up here. Yeah. Mentally? Yeah. Oh, up oh here? Oh, I'm oh, full steam ahead. <laughs> full steam ahead. Emotional damage all the way. I don't care, bro. Like guys this are a ha- bunch of toxic people. <laughs> it's not that it's people. just like wait, wait. It's like emotional don't damage. Me, though, true, it's like, true. bro, like I'm not about to you're not about to keep playing these games with me. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like I will get medieval real quick. I can't say what I want to say, but yo. When it when it happens, it yeah, it happens. You hear me? Oh my god! So with social media, speaking of you know Instagram, how private do you guys? I know you mentioned Rachel, you keep it pretty private. But how private do you guys keep it like on your on your social media? Like with like I don't know. Let's say you get a promotion at work or something. Would you post it on your page or would you keep it to yourself? Kind of not to let that negative energy, anyone's negative energy, come mess up your vibe. There's a time and place for everything, mm-hmm. right? So Facebook, I have a lot of my family. I'm posting. I'm not even posting on Facebook. I'm posting my favorite memes on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. that's what Facebook is to me. Um, my family will post like Thanksgiving dinner. Cool, cute. I'd rather they not do that stuff. But, you know, that's what Facebook is in my mind. Mm-hmm. Instagram, you flex a little bit more. Oh, I'm on vacation. Ah, da, 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 da. Yeah. Right. I haven't posted since on Instagram since 2020. I haven't posted on my page per se. Um, but when I post on my story, it's about the radio station or like something, you know, you know, cool, something that I can promote, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, I got banned. Um, oh, whoa. I said huh? something crazy. I said something crazy last year and I got banned. <laughs> um, so I'm really sad. Like I'm still trying to recover from that because all my friends are over there. Um, you know, so 
if I'm posting a promotion, it's on LinkedIn because that's for the main purpose. I'm doing that so that other people that are recruiters, other people that do this and do that, they see what I'm getting promoted to. Mm-hmm. It's a very specific purpose for that. I have no reason to promote my, my promotion on Facebook. For who? Mm-hmm. My aunt? I, I called her that day. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What about you, Jay? Um, honestly, if it... The only time I post... Okay, the last time I post on my page was, like, the first day of classes. This is when I just came back uh, from a funeral. But um, I post on my story, it either be on radio or either be sports anchoring or it just be, like, any, like, motivational message. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you know about X, Y, and Z. I used to do that, like, used to say, like, a whole bunch of stuff. But it's like, I don't need y'all to know what's going on in my life, like, nosy. And then y'all... And then this is the part I hate the most. When it says share, and it's like, I see like one, two, three, four. It's like, why are you sharing this to other people that I don't even know? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Wait, on Instagram, it shows that you shared something? Yeah, like, okay, so if, if you, you look, like, yeah. you know the bar, right? Like, right next to the eye? Mm-hmm. And then you see the bar, and then you just scroll down, it's going to say shares. And then right next to it, it's going to have, like, the number of people they shared it to. Just stories or posts? Nah, stories. Oh. I mean, posts, I mean, okay. Like, you share 11 times, great. Share it to your friend. Share it to your mom. I don't right, care. right. Oh, okay. I'm on Let's top check. of the world. That's what I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> what okay. about you, Randy? Um, I keep it. I like to keep it private with certain things. Like, if I'm really proud of myself and I really accomplished something, I want to share it with the people. Like, right. only social media platform I have is Instagram, just for reference. So, I'll put it on Instagram and be like, "Hey, I'm on WHIP Radio. Check it out," or something like that. But like, I do believe in, even though they don't tell you directly i do believe like other people's energies towards something can really mess up that thing for you if that makes sense like some people do not wish you well but they'll still be in your circle evil eye and that is i love scary. it i love it i love the hate i love it no no hate <laughs> and i know i know they say when you have haters that means you made it that means you're doing something right <laughs> i mean yeah 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 yeah. So wait, why do you only have Instagram? Like, what what what's not turning I, you on about the other stuff? I had Snapchat until um, I think junior year high school, and then I was just not on it like that. Only reason I was on it was with my friends, and then I had all of them either their numbers or I had them on Instagram. So I was like, I'm on Snapchat anymore. I'm, I just deleted my account. I don't have Twitter anymore because it's X now. I don't I don't really like Elon Musk like that. Mm. Um, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram usually. I mean, I have Pinterest. I don't know if you count that. Why does everybody got Pinterest now? Because like, it's so cool. Oh my god! Like y'all just be clicking photos and li- like yeah, get so many. I got the ideas for my hair from Pinterest. My yeah. Halloween costume idea from Pinterest. Pinterest is so entertaining. I could be in. Th- I could be there in for hours. I swear to God. Oh, what not hours, but hours. Skype. <laughs> what are, are we in twenty twenty three? Said what about Skype? Skype. Oh, okay, God. come on. That's FaceTime before FaceTime. Come on now. Man, but we got FaceTime now, so yeah, I'm good on yeah, Skype. No, nah, that was Zoom before Zoom for real. For right. real. It, was. Mm-hmm. it was. I'm like, we're going to go to Skype or we're going to go to Zoom? Like, Honestly, RIP Skype because you really missed an opportunity to be the biggest video uh, platform ever. Nah. Skype <laughs> flopped. When Zoom came and Zoom took Skype's job. Oh, yeah, kill. Bro, mm-hmm. nobody. I, I don't think I've ever had a meeting on Skype in the past like 10 years, bro. Mm-mm. 10 years. That's a lot. That's a decade of me not going on Skype. <laughs> like, who's... Uh, who? Anyway, anyway. But, like... Uh, nah, this, this is the real RIP for social media apps. Yo, RIP Uvu. Yeah. What? What's Uvu? 
Oh yeah. my! Oh my! Uh, it's you and Corey. It's you and <laughs> what Corey. do you mean? <laughs> Y'all are so young. Oh, literally, you are one year older than me. I guess it makes oh, a difference, yeah. girl. Cause what, wait, what? Ooh, oh my god! Two years. I'm a sophomore. Oh shoot. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but Uvu was like Skype before Skype was Skype. It was just a group video chatting platform. You know what I mean? Um, and it's what everyone went to. Like, and kick. And, and kick. kick. Um, ooh. Oh my, oh my, oh I think Corey knew what kick was. So now you're, oh my you're the one that's under the... Oh, no, no, don't cover me. <laughs> just, just explain it to me. Educate me. Um, so it's a messaging app that's kind of like... What would you compare it to today? Okay, so like Kick is basically because mm, messages. It's like Facebook messages. It's, yeah, like, it's like Facebook, Facebook Messenger. Messages, or basically DMs on your phone. Basically. Yeah, so people have usernames. You throw in their username. You message them. Group chats. Da, 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 da. I don't even think they had a video chatting. They didn't. It was just chatting, so you could join random no, groups. Wait, I think they did. Oh, did they? Because I tried to FaceTime this girl like three times on Kick in like 2015. 2015. Three times, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2015. I was a young bug. Like. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, yeah, that stuff. Anyway, there, there's a lot of social media, a lot of information to go around. And, you know, I know a lot of people are scared of kind of information collection by the government and stuff like that. I mean, at the end of the day, it kind of does benefit us. It's not all just bad stuff. Um, but socially, to share all your information, people know about you. So they think they know you and they draw conclusions about you. It really does bleed into your real life. Um, so honestly, congrats for you to, for only having an Instagram because you're really protecting yourself from all the BS. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you know, I mean, I'm not even that type of person to be like, oh, like, uh, no social media, like, uh, touch not, grass. Yeah, media, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. No, exactly. You don't like, have any interest in anything else. Right. And uh, you're, you know, actively just blocking yourself from all the junk, you know what I mean? Just all the junk. So, mm. you know, good, good for you, man. Good for you. But up next, guys. We're going to be chatting about some good old, good old news. Um, our interview actually got rescheduled, so maybe we'll be asking each other some interview questions. Let's see, let's see. Um, but that's after the break, so enjoy some of this music, and we will see you in a few. Welcome back, everyone, to the WHIP Radio. You are listening to The Wake Up Call. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app. And on social media at WHIP Radio and wakeupcall.whip. I am here with Brandy Lane and Rachel Abelard. And Rachel, I think we got some news and I think we got some topics to talk about. So let's talk about it. In the second block, it is 10 a.m. It's still a little chilly outside, but but Rachel, I think we got uh, something to talk about. Let's talk about it, Jay. Let's what talk you got to say? It. What you got to say? Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I was going to you for it. I was going to you for it. Okay. Uh, well, uh, like I said, right before our break, our uh, interviewee that we were supposed to have today, he's not here. Um, so we're going to be rescheduling with him. You guys get excited about that. But until then, we are going to ask each other some questions. We're going to check in with each other. Have see how. Interview. Right, exactly. <laughs> because, you know, we've been on the radio for um, a week and a half at this point, And, you know, we've been talking a lot to a lot of people. We've been talking about a lot of things. But we we haven't necessarily been, you know, really diving deep into each other. You know what I mean? So you guys know some of our likes, some of our wants, some of our needs. Um, but let's really get into the nitty gritty uh, about one another. Because, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't really know you guys. Like, I'm going to be so real. I, I don't really know you guys at all. And we, get, we all get along really well. But uh, to be frank, we just met each other. So let's learn each other. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. learn each other. So who wants to go first? Like being like interviewed? Yeah. I don't mind it. Okay. 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 Randy, 
Mm. What's your age? Okay. During the break, they assumed that I was 18, y'all. <laughs> they assumed that I was 18. I'm used to getting like that. I'm 20 years old. 20. So thank you. 20. Okay. All right. 20. And uh, Randy, what do you go to Temple University for? Media studies and production is my major. Okay. And you're a sophomore, right? Yes. Hey, so Klein, let's go. Right, right, right. So, um, so what are some of your goals when you graduate from here or within the next year or so? Um, I definitely want to be a director and producer. Um, I want to write for films, television. I want to be a screenwriter. I want to do a lot in the industry. Like, I want to do a lot. And I feel like Klein will definitely help me. Yeah. Yeah. So what, uh, what are some of the things that do you have a portfolio or is there anything that, you know, viewers can tune into, check in, check out? Well, I am an assistant executive producer for The Vibe on Ooh. TUTV. Ooh. So okay. I like that. I, I do Shout that. out The Vibe. TUTV. Yes. I do have like, I am building my website. I'm like rebranding it. So I have a lot of my, you know, projects that we've made like Incline. Um, I did do. Uh, I was in this like voiceover course, so I have like audio from that that I've edited. So I have some stuff that you guys can check out later. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty, um, just about your personality. So, okay. what is something small that always makes you smile? Always makes me smile. The sun. The sun. I love seeing the sun. I love the sun and the moon. I love the moon too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, that's so cute. Okay. I love that. Okay. So what are your opinions on... So now we're getting into relationships, right? Uh-oh. What are your opinions on non-monogamous relationships? So like polyamorous? Yeah. I am, first and foremost, always for do whatever you want, whatever works for you. I have no saying whatever you do. No one else does. However, that's not personally for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. Um, so is there anything... Uh, relationship-wise, that's, like, completely off-limits for you? Like, something that you see, you're like, ah, nah, cut that short. Um, not to say, like, intelligence, but you have to be some kind of, like, you have to, you can't be ignorant. You have to have some kind of, like, knowledge of the world, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you know, yeah. Okay, all right. I'd say that. Okay, so you're talking about knowledge of the world. If you could move anywhere in the world, like, where would you go? Like, what? France. Friend. Oh, wee wee. Mm. Oh, baguette. Wee wee. Okay. Wee wee. Wee wee. Mercy. All that. What's your zodiac sign? Libra. Oh. Are you Libra? No, nah, I'm a Pisces. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Pisces men. Oh, why? Wow. I'm sorry. Why? Why don't you like Pisces men? What? It's what just, about them? It's just the vibes I've gotten. Yeah. I'll see y'all Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. No, it's just like you know, like I don't really believe, not believe, but like you know, all that like. All that, oh, what, like astrology stuff. Oh, However, you don't I don't know certain vibes. I, I do believe in certain vibes with like certain signs, and just the vibe I get from different Pisces men is just like, you guys are like menaces. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm that's sorry. valid. That's valid. Okay, so okay, you you described Pisces men as mm-hmm. a menace, um, but you as a Libra, correct? Mm-hmm. As a Libra, give us three words that you would use to describe yourself. Um. Shy, uh, intelligent, um, ooh, creative, and ambitious. All right, you gave us four, but I'm gonna let you run. Three? Yeah, I did. You had four. You put four fingers up. Oh, I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking stupid. I can count. (laughs) 
I swear I can too. I, I swear. Um, okay, Jay, let's go over to you then. All right, we're gonna ask you some okay. light questions, and you know, as this goes on, we're definitely gonna get deeper and deeper because okay. I, I know Jay likes the the juicy information. <laughs> All right, so um, Jay, give us a quick rundown. What's your major? Your year? What are your goals for the future? Let us know. All right, so I'm a junior. I'm a communication studies major at Klein. Mm -hmm. This is my third year. Been here since 2021. What I want to do in the future, there's a ton of options. I talked about this with everyone, with my friends, my mom, my dad, my sister. Talked about this with everyone. I either, A, want to do radio talk show hosts, sports talk show hosts, which, by the way, I come on at 1 o'clock today, um, sports, sports reporter, sports uh, anchor, and probably a talk show host as well. So there's a lot of options. It's just... Which one do I want to go with and, you know, make the best option win? Okay. All right. So you say you're going on at 1 p.m. today on WHIP Radio. So you guys tune into that if you want to hear Jay again today. Um, but so do you have any kind of uh, work that people can tune into? Absolutely. Any? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so YouTube, I actually started YouTube shorts. Like I will always like post my YouTube stuff. It's at Jay Lavelle. It's not at Jay Lavelle, but you can just type in Jay Lavelle. You'll see some of my stuff from last year. I would put some of my stuff on this year, but it's more collaborative this year. We got Rachel, Corey, Randy, you know, so it's like it's already enough videos. So uh, if y'all want to check out my stuff, you can check out my stuff there. I'll probably post more of my uh, sports anchoring stuff on my story um, and probably on my page a little bit more. So, yeah, uh, just want to catch, catch me on YouTube, catch the shorts, see what I got to say, and yeah. Okay. All right. So if you could move. Anywhere in the world, where would you go? I think everybody knows this. ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh -huh. Fine city. Okay, nice, beautiful woman. Okay. Um, cars, amazing. It's a peace of mind. Went there spring break. And this was also my birthday week as well. Went there spring break, freshman year. Amazing. Morton Steakhouse was amazing. I saw some of my friends there, amazing. Parties was amazing. I even got the video of it. So we're going to go back to ATL. I'm going to go back to ATL probably next year, you know. And see what they homecoming is all about, because I heard they, you know, they're a little bit lit. I'm not even surprised. Like, I'm really, <laughs> truly not surprised. They're known for events. Actually, people were complaining about how the restaurants there operate more like clubs than they do restaurants. It's, really? It's, yeah, like, culturally, ATL is known as, like, the... Tss, tss, well, oh, not wow. the... Tss, tss, but, like, you know... <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like that. Something right. Like that. <laughs> okay, so um, what is something that everyone always gets wrong about you? That, was, that someone always gets wrong about me? Yeah. Like, what's the first assumption that people have that you just disagree with? They think I'm quiet. I'm Who? <laughs> Who thinks you're quiet? Yeah, you're quiet. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not quiet. Like, I, my thing is this. I need to get to know you more so that you can really see, like, what I'm all about. Because mm -hmm. I'm all about having a good time. I'm all about having fun and whatnot. But I'm not quiet. You know, like, I'm not about to be like, oh, hi. No, like, I'm... I'm a social butterfly. I think people been knowing that since for a long time. And whoever's listening right now, y'all know I'm a social butterfly. But it's like I'm a social butterfly. I'm not no quiet. Right. Like that. And see, a lot of people get me misunderstood a lot. And it's like if you really get to know me, you'll know a lot. So right, mm -hmm. right, 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 right. So are, do you consider yourself an open book at all? Of or course I do. You, okay. Of course I do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. So you say you're a social butterfly. Give us three words. To describe yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, positive, outgoing, and ambitious. Ambitious. Okay, mm. okay. So with all these uh, positive qualities, mm -hmm. okay, uh, we're going to get into, of course, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty with the relationships <laughs> and all that. Um, so what uh, is your ideal kind of person? What's your ideal? First of all, any black woman, any black woman, that's facts. 
any nice, beautiful, dark-skinned, brown-skinned, light-skinned, black woman. I don't care. I'm all day, 24-7. Any Latina, Hispanic, it don't matter. I was raised by a beautiful black woman. I want to be with a beautiful black woman. So, therefore, that's number one. Uh, gotta be respectful. Uh, gotta, um, gotta have a personality. Cause I, I don't, I don't want no boring, no boring, you know, person, you know, I want, yeah. I want someone, you know, outgoing, you know, what makes you different, you know what I mean? And yeah, you know, any black, beautiful, outgoing, smart woman I'm going with. And also you can't forget about the Hispanic ladies as well. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they good too. They, they are amazing. <laughs> Okay, so uh, is there anything about that demographic that's completely off limits to you? Like any kind of personality trait, any kind of what is off limits to you when it comes to uh, just a relationship or a girl or anything like that? Yo, if you got an attitude, I'm not I'm not sliding with that. I don't got time for the attitude issues. You got to go if that's the case. You got to go if that's the case. Like, I don't, I don't got time to be dealing with, like, all right, all right, you, you got to dip after that. I didn't tell you one other thing, because people know this about this from last year. Love older women. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what is it? What is it about older and women? Here, here's the thing with older women. With older women, I can have a conversation with and actually get to know, like, their strengths and weaknesses. No offense, like, the girls my age, like, no offense. No, no, like, no offense, though. But it's like, sometimes, like, the girls my age sometimes just don't know how to talk. Like, they just don't know how to be interactive. Like, I want to get to know you. I don't want anything, like, wild, nothing crazy. I just want to get to know you as a person. With an older woman, though, it's like I get to know, like, what they're all about, like, what, you know, who they are, like, knowing them as the person. So that's what, you know, I like about them the most. Okay. Randy. Yeah. What? How, how do you feel about that? Like, do you prefer older men, younger men, like, or whoever, you know, you go for? Like, what? what? Mm. So no younger men, never, never that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go like maybe I three years older is usually what I do. Three years older is like where I cap it. That's it. Okay, what yeah. what's your age range, uh, Jay? <laughs> uh, like the highest of age range, like I mean, well, she said three years older. So what's like? Are are you going like three years, ten years, five five years, fifty? Thirty to forty five. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh my god. They do say 30s is the prime. They, I mean I look 30 enough like I'm <laughs> No you no you don't. Nah. You don't. Okay. <laughs> what about you Rachel? Uh I, I like older too. Um I've been in a relationship for the past 5 years so like oh. you know and it's with someone that's older. So uh she's 26. She's 26. I'm 23. Okay. 24. I just turned 24. Yeah, like, huh? Like, <laughs> like, you was just 24. I just turned 24. Um, So, you know, that's that kind of thing. I agree with you, Jay. Kind of older. There's something. I'm not saying that people my age range are ignorant and da-da-da-da-da. You know, I think that's a very vague and, and you know, general sweeping statement to make about people when you haven't met any everyone in this world. Mm-hmm. But um, just kind of... Uh, Older people have more life experiences and I'm not the same person I was when I was 20. When I was 20, I was, I was ridiculous. <laughs> I was ridiculous when I was 20. I was, and I was unserious when I was 18. Like I, you can't tell me that I'm the same person. So, you know, I'm sure someone that's 26, 27, 28 is definitely at an age range where it's like, you know, you have enough life experience to be more solidified in the person that you are. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Facts, That's, facts, yeah. facts. Those are my thoughts. Um, but, you know, on the topic of relationships and stuff like that, what would you guys say is your love language? Right. We've got five. We've got gift giving. We've got uh, touch. We've got uh, words of ap- affirmation yeah. um, and the two others that I forget. So what do you <laughs> got? What, what's your love language? Well, personally, for me, I love physical touch and then words of affirmation. Okay. Words of affirmation. I think another one is gift giving. I yeah. Think you can name, that's not for me, but I just wanted to. It's gift giving, words of affirmation, um, physical touch. Uh, quality time. Quality time. Quality yeah, time. Yeah, that's quality the last time. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some, one more. But what about you, Jay? What's Man, I'm going to say physical touch. All right. Uh, words of affirmation. Okay, no. Gift giving. I can't do gift giving anymore. They... I ain't gonna get to a whole spill about that, but uh, ooh, ooh, ooh tea. <laughs> I mean, right, right. <laughs> uh, but I would say physical touch, though. I would really say physical touch because I know like what you want. I'm like, okay, we about to do this. Great, that's great. <laughs> Whoa, what about okay. you, Rachel? Okay, <laughs> um, I'm definitely words of affirmation, and um, at one point I wasn't physical touch, but now I am. Now I am. Uh, I'm just, you know, I love a good hug. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I, all hours of the day so that that's just me that's just me um but you know that's all for our little interview session this time around guys we'll definitely definitely do this again and if you guys have any questions for us please reach out to our instagram um wake up call dot w-h-i-p we're trying to blow that up we're trying to interact <laughs> with you guys we're trying to you know build a little community so please tune in ask us any questions so that we can do an interview session if you want to get on reach out to us let us know okay but we're going to touch on some more topics after this little break all right so you guys enjoy the music sit back kick back relax welcome back you're listening to whip radio wake up call follow us on instagram wake up call.whip you're here with your other host randy lane and rachel abelard and jay matthews the second all right so back on relationships you know love is in the air and all that whatnot okay so here is here is a kind of like a reddit thing that this woman is talking okay so here it is my wife and i have been together for 17 years about a year ago i asked to open our relationship up mainly because i was severely lacking intimacy and feeling super stressed we have three kids and jobs i spend the lines well, i spend the lion's share time most of the time taking care of the fam she agreed and mentioned she also wanted that but also was afraid to ask i found a partner after a while and a beautiful amazing woman i'm very affectionate still with my wife she means literally the whole world to me being with the other woman makes me love my wife even more now my wife also has a partner and i feel like i'm dying i don't understand how anyone does this i can't think or sleep I'm strong on the outside for her sake since she has been for me, but inside I don't know how I can survive another moment of this. I feel like I can't sleep next to her. My heart is pounding out of my chest. I feel like there is no good way forward. I have crafted my own bleep. I want to run to this other woman just so I can feel normal about the whole situation, but my wife is the one I want. What does anyone, how does anyone deal with this? Is there any other like reprieve from this intense gut-wrenching grief? What are your thoughts on open relationships, y'all? That was the most ridiculous Reddit thing. How do you, you see, and then the funny part is I've seen this plenty of times where people will pitch an open relationship because it sounds like flowers and daisies, and then they realize, oh, that means my partner can also be open. Oh, that means my partner can find another partner. Mm. And now their world collapses. 
Like, if you wanted a harem, you could have just said that. But instead, you sat there and said that you wanted the both of you guys to be open for your own selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Now your heart's broken. You're asking us for advice to for because your heart's beating out of your chest. Mm-hmm. Lay in the bed you made. Lay in the bed you made. Either deal with it or break it up because you single-handedly ruined it. And honestly, the wife wanted it too, so it was ruined from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, open relationships, I think they're work when they work but a lot of people can't handle it because it's in our nature to be possessive it's in our nature to own something okay when my cat walks to someone else instead of me i'm beefing (laughs) i'm beefing because it's like that's my cat i'm I'm like that by nature you know what i mean there are some people that can do it but i've every person that i've seen that was in an open relationship has had some kind of drama some kind of drama because someone got jealous i don't think that's a mistake what do you think jay I hate open relationships because you're supposed to be my one and only. But I understand what they're saying because sometimes relationships can get stale. Sometimes relationships can be a little bit boring. That's when you have to be creative in some type of way, shape, or form. I don't know how. I don't know what's going to get that spark back. Like, just my thing is this. Go back to the basics. What started all this? Mm-hmm. What was what was the plan for all this? Like, got to go back to the basement. I mean, basics. Excuse me. Um, like, well, yeah, go to the basement and, like, yeah, just think about, like, how do we get back upstairs into the, uh, into, well, not to the bedroom, but it's, like, how do we get back upstairs into, like, the third story or something like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) And that's how we put, like, a relationship, you know? Like, in the basement, you got, okay, this is the foundation, this is where we're gonna lay everything out. You got the living room, right, the second floor, where... Okay, things are heating up, things are getting there. Then we got the third floor, you know, where things are really getting good in the relationship and that everybody's doing well mentally, emotionally, physically. But I would say I'm, I'm not a big fan of open relationships because you're supposed to be my one and only. You're supposed to be my queen. You Well, not my queen. You're supposed to be my girl. But, yeah. Yeah. You can say you're queen. No, the yeah. queen goes to my mother. That Aww. she will always be the queen. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's good. Aww, that's good. That's nice. You getting a good Christmas Aww. gift this year. I know that. Her <laughs> birthday right. around Christmas too, so you know. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Out, you prepping, you prepping. <laughs> All right, so Randy, uh, what do you th- how do you feel about this? You know, what what advice would you give to this person? Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, like you said, they made their bed. They need to like he said you can lay in the bed anymore. You're laying in the bed. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you have to deal with it. I feel like especially in this situation i feel like that's just some sometimes it's just an excuse for you to cheat because you want to cheat but you want permission to if that makes sense and i feel like that jealousy brewing it's it's because you know you want to do this but you don't want your partner to do this you know we're possessive by nature Mm. we want to protect what's ours and it just sounds like he wanted to just do what he wanted but also have the wifey too so i'm not open relationships like i said prior do what is for you. However, for me, I don't see an open relationship in my future. And this is giving a lot of Jada Pickett, Will Smith. This Ooh, is what's yeah, giving a lot of. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. this. This sounds exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Not a big it fan really of does. it either. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people are selfish, and I don't know, Jay. I don't know if you've seen it, but online, a lot of men are like oh it's in our nature to like have several wives and we can't stay monogamous you know you see it in nature all the time and they try to like reference animals that like have several partners and all this stuff i mean how do you feel about that kind of being put in a box in that regard because now people don't trust you guys Mm. like how do you feel shovel who i mean okay um about that okay uh several wives and all that uh, i i don't believe that personally as a man I don't believe that. Listen, I got my one, my one and only, and I'm going to stick by that. I'm going to stick through that. There's going to be some good times. 
There's going to be some great times. There's going to be some bad times. There's going to be some ugly times. Can you work things out? Can you... Because that's when the relationship really starts. Can you really work things out and progress in a way that the relationships not get worse, but actually gets better? Mm-hmm. You can't just be in a stale position where it's like, oh, well, I'm going to be angry and, you know, this thing going to work out. You got to find a way to work it out. Now, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if, it, if you can find some way to work things out in that little perimeter right there, then make it work out. Like, just don't do no stupid stuff like several wives who... I don't know who does that, but I don't do that. You're talking about um, relationships going stale before. Rachel, you mentioned how you've been in a relationship for, like, five years now. How do you, like, keep things fresh? How do you make it work? What goes? What work do you put into your relationship to have it last this long? I think it starts with, one, actually liking the person you're with. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people that get into relationships because they're lonely or a lot of people that get into relationships because they're bored. And that alone, you're off to a rough start. If you're with someone that you like and someone that actually likes you and, you know, there's no one else that can kind of ruin that, then you're good to go. Um, f- you know, like Jay said, what's the stuff that excited you in the beginning? You know, going out on dates, doing something exciting, you know, flirting a little bit, complimenting the other person, doing those same things you did that first time. Because this person is the same person that you were obsessed with just the other week, just the other month, just the other year. It's the same person. Maybe your perspective of them changed. But, um, you know, those those rose colored glasses shouldn't ever really fall off. You know, that whole, oh, honeymoon, ah, it ended now. Nah, I hate my husband. What? Then you never liked them. You, you just like the thought of them. Mm-hmm. You got to accept that people are um, flawed. Mm-hmm. They will upset you. They will hurt you. They will break you. They will make you. They will this, they will that. Just like your friends. Just like your family. Have, have you guys ever had friends that you argued with and stuff like that? You guys got back together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you hate your friends now or do you guys still hang? Still cool. What yeah. makes your friendships feel fresh? What makes your friendships feel cool? You go out with them, right? You hang out with them. You ask them questions. You take interest in their life. You encourage them to do different hobbies. Like a friendship and a relationship, they're one and the same. They're, they are one and the same. It's just about how you handle it. The way we perceive romantic relationships is very, I don't know. It's completely different for some odd reason, and I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I feel like people also forget in romantic relationships that the courting should never stop. Right. Like, sure, you courted that person. It's not like, oh, I did all the work. Now I have them and I can just, you know, sit back. Right. No, I mean, a relationship is continuous. It's not like it's like it's not like a finish line where you cross that finish line and the race is over. No, you're still going to be in that relationship. It takes work to keep it going. So I really agree with you. What you said. Honestly, Yeah. Yeah. It it should still be fun. I got plans in my head about what we're going to do next week. And what are we going to do next month? Like, I'm all excited. You know what I mean? But speaking of plans, how do you guys, do you guys like to make the plans all the time? Yeah. Or do you like the other person make the plans? I know it's different, you know, with like, you know, between different people. But how do you guys like to do it? What about you, Jay? If I ask, I'm doing it. Okay. For sure. If if, If it's a dinner date, we going. If we going bowling... We going. If we going skating, we going. You kind of get the gist, right? Mm-hmm. We going. So, like, I like playing the dates. I like, and it all starts with, like, getting to know someone. Like, what do they really like? Like, what do they like to do? Now, I ain't going to no book club and all that. I ain't <laughs> going to no meeting and whatnot. I ain't doing all that. Uh, but just to see what they are like as a person, just to see, like, who they are as a person, I think it's just very aware. 
And just to see, like, what they're all about, I think is a huge thing. So, yeah, I like playing the dates. Okay. What about you, Rage? Um, I, I'm not always the planner. Like, I like being taken care of. I want to <laughs> feel like a little dainty princess. Um, but at the same time, there I love weird, like, off-the-wall stuff. And those are the stuff that I'm going to pitch, right? So um, recently I went to a rave in the woods. I was like, guys, let's go to a rave in the woods. And I drove. I took everybody. You know what I mean? I told them, you know, how much it costs. Da, 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 da. And now on some selfish stuff, they kind of associate me with this crazy, cool experiences that they won't find anywhere else. You know, so I'm kind of like I'm, you know, on a selfish note, I'm trying to associate myself with the coolest stuff. But also on a cool note, it's like how often can you say you went to a rave in the woods? Mm -hmm. You can't say that too often. Um, so <laughs> I, I love planning those kinds of things. How about you, Randy? I like being, I don't like planning all the time. I don't, because you ever just want something like done for you? Yep. Like you want to just have someone be like, I'm outside your house. Let's, I have plans. Let's go. Or like something like that. Like I like, you could tell me what to, like, you know, if you have someone to go, tell me, you know, right. I'll just show up and go. Um, I feel like, do I feel like it's kind of like, Equal? Should it be kind of equal a little bit? A little bit? Sure, sure. But for me personally, these last few months, <laughs> I can't take it anymore, <laughs> Rachel. I can't take it anymore. I can't take anymore. What do you like? Can't take what? Like, what do you <laughs> having to plan everything? Are you the main planner of your friend group right now? Uh, of the friend group? Mm, no, I think we all do. Relationship wise, yeah. You're the main planner. Like, not even relationships, but like, you know. Things, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with um, friendship, I think we all, like, in my friend group, we all get together and we all decide on what to do, you know. Right. Someone will say, let's do this, and all of a sudden it's, like, happening. So, right, 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 right. It's equal. It's pretty equal. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So romantically, it's, like, some people just don't pick up this lag. Mm -mm. Yeah, that mm -mm. stuff is annoying. That it stuff really is, is, annoying. Is, is way too annoying. Um, but to this Redditor, honestly, rip. But, um, <laughs> you know, we wish you the best. Learn uh, to love yourself. Learn to respect those around you um, because you disrespected your wife uh, when you pitched uh, this open relationship thing. Cause, yeah, no, you evil, bro. Yeah, because I, I read through the Reddit thread. Um, further down, he says that his wife was distraught when he first opened the relationship. Yep. Um, but of course, he didn't say that in the main post. So, mm. you know, very messy, very messy on your part. The relationship's not going to last, bro. And if it does, um, it's not going to be the healthiest for a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So go to therapy. <laughs> get some help and you know that's that on that 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 really is you guys got any final thoughts on that get life, <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah maybe you can marry the girl that you know he opened up the relationship for uh, maybe we'll see <laughs> i mean you you lose them how you get them that's what they say so Ooh. that you know mm. if, so how how are we gonna we should have a rating system for for this kind of segment oh, yeah. like you know thumbs up or thumbs down or something like that i don't know um for you dude boo tomato tomato uh you suck your you, you know your relationship sucks um and and that's that on that so thumbs down my god thumbs, thumbs down, down thumbs down that's the that's the rating for you um but up next guys we're gonna talk about some some more topics uh let, let's see let's see let's see um we're gonna be talking about uh poet walter d winkle and uh some thoughts of uh on, on this poem all right guys so uh tune in after this music break Welcome back, everyone, to the WHIP Radio. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at WHIP Radio. And 
W H O and the wake up call, excuse me, dot W H I P. I'm Jay Matthews, second along with Randy Lane and Rachel Abelard. And you know, wake up call, got the last segment, but you know, nice little Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. I know y'all getting ready for the weekend. Any weekend plans? I know Friendsgiving, me and my boys about to have that. So, you know, any weekend plans? Um, well, on Friday night, me and my friends are going. To this show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to a <clears throat> rave. So. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And okay. then just hang out. I got work on Saturday. So uh, know, just chilling this weekend. Just chilling. What about you, Rachel? Uh, I'm going to the Xfinity uh, Philadelphia okay. Street Food Festival. Okay. And we've been talking about this for months. So my <laughs> friends are going to come up from Berks County. Um, they might come up from Berks County. And we're all going to eat. I'm going to eat all weekend. Like, I don't play. Wait, when is this? So it's going to start on Saturday at 2 p.m. And then it's going to go into Sunday. It's going to end at 8 p.m. on Sunday. Um, oh, and also there's like this music event at this art gallery called Vox Populi. Or I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. So I just I, I want to eat and listen to music this weekend. That's like my 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 goal. So we'll see. How about you, Jay? Nina oh, wait. Boys. you see, Right, yeah, right, Nina right. Boys, Friendsgiving, <laughs> you know, before Thanksgiving because they're probably going to be gone. Well, I'm going to be gone next week, Saturday. But um, yeah, we're just going to have some Friendsgiving, have some chicken, you know, have some biscuits, mac and mm. cheese. Nice. Got the cornbread coming, pound cake. All that good stuff, you know what I mean? And it's going to be piping hot. Are y'all cooking? Right, I was just going to ask. I mean, can cook? I can do I can cook can you a little, throw down? You know, I can do a little chicken wings, you know, get really? some steak, mashed potatoes, you know, have some little, you know, beans on the side, you know. Mm. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. A little cook on the side, you know, right, I just do my nice. thing. That's nice. <laughs> soul food king. Okay, yeah, yeah. beans and mashed potatoes. <laughs> no, not the soul food king. <laughs> not me. <laughs> but it, that is some piping hot food. And speaking of piping hot, tonight... Another entertainment show, 8 p.m., piping hot. It's There's been some good entertainment shows. Mm-hmm. You're Not Alone, yeah. The Real Deal, Wake Up Call. Yes. Um, just, just been a lot of good shows with the entertainment department, you know. It's really been a big increase from la- from actually the last two years to this year. So just grateful to have y'all and grateful for what's going on with entertainment, really, for real. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we got a little quote for the last segment that we got to get into. So... Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, you want to read this? Yeah, sure, sure. So it's poet Walter D. Winkle, and he wrote a poem um, that's called Our Living Peace. So it goes like this. Um, If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but you think you can't, it's almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find, success begins with the fellow's will. It's all in a state of mind. If you think you are outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But soon or late, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. I love that. Mm. Yeah. I I love that. that. I like that. I like that. What are your thoughts on that, Randy? Well, seeing as my first read through of it, <laughs> um, you get an actual reaction from me, like genuine. I really, I really, I really like this. No, actually, I like the message. I didn't really understand it until I got to like the last like stanza. But mm. I like, I like it. I like the the message of it. Like, it's all of a state of mind. Like, if you think you're gonna be success- successful, you're gonna be successful. If you don't think you're gonna be successful and you put yourself down, then you're gonna fail. Right. Right. What do you think about it, Jay? 
Um, I put this on my story. We've been talking about IG stories and all that a lot today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put this on my IG story, I think, yeah, two days ago. Um, I said that during tough times, during the bad times, I will always rise up and come back better. And I feel as though, I mean, it's been tough. You know, it's been a little tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always came back stronger than I was before. Like, I, I don't be saying that and be like, yeah, I'm going to come back better than ever. I just actually do it. You know, that's... That's just what it is, you know, just coming back stronger than ever. And how do you perceive how you want to get this story going? So that's just basically on how I view this. What about you, Rachel? Yeah, this is definitely a manifestation poem. You know what I mean? Like heavy on manifestation and not necessarily in the fact that, oh, if if I, you know, think this post-it will appear on the desk, then it will. Nothing like that. Manifestation is a lot deeper than that. Right. You can't just say you're going to be successful. You got to really believe it. If you don't believe it, then it's not. It's it's not something that can possibly come to fruition. You know what I mean? So um, to think, feel, believe in your body, in your bones, in your subconscious, hey, I'm going to be good. Hey, I'm going to be okay. Then you're going to act as such and you're going to move as such. Hey, I'm going to be successful. So you're going to move as such. Hey, I'm going to dress successful. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like it, it bleeds into literally everything we do all the way down to the way we carry ourselves. If you think you're a loser and you think life sucks and you think this and that and da 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 da, da then you're going to move as that. And people are going to see that. You know what I mean? We, we, we go off of, you know, I hate to be, you know, corny, but we go off of vibes. I can read right through people and people can read right through me. They know when you're confident. They know when you're happy, sad. People feel that stuff. And though we don't talk about it, it's a very intuitive kind of feeling, that gut feeling. It's not something we should ignore. Animals can sit here and um, they move differently when the weather changes. They move differently when an earthquake is on the horizon. You guys don't think we have that same intuitive kind of gift? Come on now. We're one with nature. So, um, yeah, definitely 100%. This poem, I'd get this tatted on my back. <laughs> like, this is this is real. This is as real as it gets, especially as we approach the end of the semester. It's definitely great to keep this in mind. It's going to be challenging. But. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I feel like definitely having that confidence, like faking it till you make it is a real thing. And even, even if you don't, even if you know you don't have it, show the world that you have it. Fool them into thinking you have it because then you will, like, you know what I mean? Like, you'll you'll be it you'll be confident like literally i've had people tell me in certain situations like oh my god randy i can't believe you're doing that i can't believe you were on a tutvt show i can't believe you're doing whip you're so brave for that like you seem so confident i'm like no 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 i'm very nervous about some of the stuff i'm like accomplishing however i don't show it i i have to um you know portray like i'm confident i have to like get into that mindset and then i feel like once you have that once you like you have like i'm gonna be confident i feel like then that'll like come with it if that makes sense so i really like this poem i really like how it really tells you like if you think you're a loser you're gonna be a loser like you know what i mean with the nervousness part because i told i definitely told you i definitely told you this rachel Corey, and i told you this randy if y'all nervous y'all ready to go that's just what it is. Like, yeah. y'all just ready to go. And in that want, I feel as though people have lost that want in the world. They might say they want to do this, but they don't show that they want it. They want it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you might say, hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z. But if you're not giving your best effort, you don't really want it for real, for real. You you're just it. saying that just to say that. You're bluffing, basically. And some people nowadays, they do that. But it's like, they got to get back to that where it's like you got to have that want. You got to have that drive because if you're not going to have that drive, 
what's next for real, for real. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, what's going to push you to do better as a, as a person mm-hmm. or as whatever your career option is, what's going to push you to be that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have a bad habit of, like, just trying to get by. Like, oh, man, I have this to do, so I'm just going to get it done so I can get through the week, right? And when you're constantly reliving that cycle, you're not really living. Right. What's the point of doing that project if you're not going to put your whole foot into it? What's the point of getting on the radio if you're not going to come in with the energy, the excitement, the enthusiasm? What's the point of doing anything if you're not going to put your whole self into it? Now, of course, we've got, you know, different reasons behind it. Right. Some people are depressed. Some people physically don't have the energy like brain chemistry wise, do not have the capability to handle certain things. You know what I mean? But at least keeping in your mind like, hey, I'm okay. Hey, I'll be okay. Hey, let me try my best today that's that's the very least that you can give yourself um back to what you said jay about kind of like using your stress to your benefit i actually saw a ted talk about this a couple months ago psychologist kelly mick psychologist kelly urges us to (laughs) see stress as a positive um she introduces us to uh an unsung mechanism for stress reduction which is reaching out to others right and she you know she says to use stress to kind of energize yourself into the next thing it's 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 kind of like that flight or flight, fight or flight uh, reaction where your body's trembling and you don't know what to do next. Oh, man, I'm broke, so I'm stressed. Oh, man, I'm this, so I'm stressed. Use all that energy, all that energy and do something about it. It's the least you could do. Right. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, y- you're struggling financially today. So find a way to get a cute buck. OK, <laughs> like, of course, within reason. Right. Yeah. So, you know, just. Keep on, you know, keep on keeping on. Keep on trying your best with what you have. Use your resources. Ask a friend. Google. Ask Google. We're in the 21st century, guys. Come on. We've got a lot of resources. If you don't have something, someone else might. If you need something, you can reach out to someone about it. You know, it's use use your resources. Use your mind. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I like use that a your lot. heart, not your no. Right. So it's always worth considering, again, especially as we're going to the end of the semester. I know a lot of people are trying to catch up on their grades. A lot of people are trying to get their lives together for the holidays, get their money together for the holidays. It is a rough time of year. And especially as seasonal depression starts to kick in. Um, and, you know, it's dark at 5 p.m. now. I can't see at 5 p.m. I'm scared at 5 p.m. Right. Like, you know, it, it, it's it's rough right now. It's a really rough time. Do you guys experience seasonal depression? Uh, I feel I feel like mm, maybe without noticing, honestly, because some days will just be like I'll just wake up sad. Mm. We walk around sad and I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? And then, you know, you know, the sun's not really out like that. I told you before, I love the sun. So it's like, dang, like around this time, it kind of gets like really like. I don't know, depressing sometimes, like, to be outside, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think so. What about you, Jay? Um, not even seasonal depression. It's seasonal positivity. Ooh. Because, okay, October, it, it, I don't know what, I don't know what it is with me in October, but we, we like this. <sighs> we like, we like cousins or something. We like brothers and sisters or something like that. Like, oh, we done a, what, what has happened since 2017? Relationship done happened in 20, uh, in October, another relationship happened in October. Another relationship happened in October. What happened in October in 2020? 2020, I just felt good. 2021, freshman year, exploring college. 2022, going to a lot of colleges. And 2023, well, actually, 2023, 
starting up with, you know, sports anchoring and sports reporting and whatnot. So, I don't know. It's just, it might be better than March. Maybe I should have been a Scorpio, but, um... <laughs> Scorpios represent. Woo! Uh, yo, but, um... Yeah, I don't know. I just like I don't know. I don't get that seasonal depression. I get I'll probably get seasonal sickness in the spring. <laughs> summer seasonal sickness. Yeah, like the summer. I mean, it's eh, the first part of the summer. Eh, sorry, and then wintertime. As long as I'm drinking hot chocolate and watching Polar Express, I'm cool. Polar Express for real. Polar Express for real. Polar Express overrated. Yeah. Oh. That's going to be a conversation for in December. We're going to debate about the best Christmas movies because we're about to brawl in this studio. We're about to brawl. (laughs) That just gave me seasonal depression. Oh, my God. Um, But yeah, yeah, for real, guys, take care of yourself. Um, Temple University offers many kind of mental health resources. We've got counseling. We've got um, various different kinds of therapy. We bring in the therapy dogs, all that good stuff. We've got WHIP radio that plays all the greatest hits. Come on now. Um, It's it's always good to, especially when you're a a university student, especially if you live on campus, use your resources, bro. Get out of that dorm. Walk into the student center. Or apartment, right. Get so boring. Right, yeah. Get out. Get outside, you know. Talk to some people. Join a club. Keep yourself busy because school gets overwhelming. So overwhelming. And at the end of the day, it's really what you make it. You don't want to be, you know, 50, 60 years old talking about, oh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I shoulda did this when I went to Temple. I shoulda done that. No, man. You're Right now. That's, right now. Yeah, that's the best part to do it is right now. You're young. You're wild. You're free. Right. You do whatever you want. All y'all have been talking about since what? Uh, since y'all was 18, I, I was waiting to get out of my parents' house. Oh, this is the time to do This is the time. <laughs> and this isn't even necessarily in regard to, oh, partying and da-da-da. Literally, get hit the city, bro. Out the house. Get out the house. Go to the Insomnia Cookie. Speak easy. Get some cookies. Take some pictures. Post it on Instagram. And show people how lit Philly really is. Okay? Well, because Jay starts talking trash on Philly every single day. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Um, So, yeah, guys. You know, just really... Take in the moment, take advantage, and make the best of everything that you have. Um, so we're going to post this quote or, or this poem on our Instagram story at wakeupcall.whip and really internalize that, guys. Seriously. That's all we're about. <laughs> Y'all chose violence today, but it's all good. <laughs> Tomorrow, WHIP Wake Up Call will kick off at 9 a.m. Coming up next, we got a good sports show coming up on the way. Stadium Talk with Andrew Mayo and Nick Parr. And tonight, make sure y'all tune in tonight, 8 p.m. Piping Hot is going to be a good one. Jay Matthews, Randy Lane, and we got Rachel. We will see y'all tomorrow. Peace out and be safe.